Watchmen? Oh yeah, Watchmen. Watchmen. Alright, so I got a theory. Wait, so, plot synopsis? Nah, nah, forget, nah, forget Watchmen. Mm -hmm. I just got I just gonna oh. jumping off. I'm jumping off. So not the building. Ah! <laughs> yes. It's okay, we're underground. It's fine. So anyway. uh so you know how dystopian movies and media are like really prevalent now and they're they're really popular just because they're easy to get into and they they're some sort of reflection of shit right shit that's happening yeah. now superhero movies are pretty much the opposite of that watchmen's being the like only exception but really richard nixon getting four terms that's that's kind of a blessing kind of <laughs> utopian right there <laughs> i agree but um why do you think superhero movies have to be the antithesis of dystopian movies such a big word I think I it's know. just because people want the most, like, they want to see something yeah. optimistic I more like so than something yeah, it's like saddening. So, people, like, you want to see something hopeful. People just want to be like, I want to see a movie that feels good at the end, and so they're going to watch a superhero movie. Or I want to see a movie that has a profound idea of what society is today that's kind of grim and futuristic, and so I'll see a dystopia movie. I think and so they fit to what you want to see. I think superhero movies are kind of like, they're kind of like ideal in that it's like, oh, there's a problem. There's always something that can fix yeah, it. Yeah, like, there's optimistic. always some bigger power. And then dystopias are like, well, at least our life isn't like that. It could be worse. I feel like so super, I feel like it's two ends of the in spectrum. Superhero movies, there's always like half a city that gets destroyed. And it's like, oh, there goes three million people. Yeah, yeah but it's, it's usually true. in Eastern Europe, so it's. Okay. It is usually in Eastern Europe, <laughs> so it's fine. Or oh, Africa. Or Does it count? City. Yeah, or New they York did address that. Yeah, though, but no one what, died in that. Wasn't that like? Didn't they make it very clear that no one died? There was only like like a couple hundred people. It was in the Spider-Man movie, I think. Oh, okay. Was it Spider-Man? No, it was a, a Civil War. Was yeah, no, but one of them. I they addressed which. it in the meaning of uh, Civil War, and I think in Avengers too. They were just like, oh, yep, we destroyed an entire city. But, well, only, I mean, but only like two hundred people died there. Everyone else could have died, yeah. Somehow. No, I mean like in which which one was the one with the was it one with Quicksilver? Which one was that? That was that was Ultron. That was, Ultron, Age of Ultron, like. Like everyone just like fucking got destroyed in that movie. That whole city they was destroyed. The goddamn city. Yeah, <laughs> they saved some people, but they destroyed that village in Papalajistan. <laughs> <laughs> Could have been called that. No one would have noticed. <laughs> Who the hell knows? Do you think but, it's a problem that there's always a happy ending with superhero movies? Like the fact the hero always lives, the hero always saves the day, or at least that's how it usually works. Like, do you think we sh there should be a change in that? Well, if the hero well, dies, they can't make a sequel, so... Yeah, I know. Yeah, they're all classics. So, like, it would be Mark really hard to be like, oh, just kidding, Batman's dead now. Like, mm -hmm. they can't do that. I mean, that was the end of Superman versus Batman. I mean, clearly he's not actually dead. Obviously but, like, not. He did die at the end. Listen, like, in comics, pretty much every character Ever has died, died multiple times, yes, yeah. Yes, including Superman. Including Superman. <laughs> they don't But then he comes dead. back. Then he comes back. Somehow. They don't... Or they make a new series. Or <laughs> both, who knows? But is that too idealistic? Well, yes. no, because well, no, they actually do the die. No, they, they die for real. They do they die for real. get resurrected for real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like Dragon Ball. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. oh no, he died. That's ah, fine, we'll wish him back. So whatever. Yeah, and that's why we like it, I think. Because it's not like... It's I don't like it. Yeah, no, I don't like Dragon Ball either. I would just like... I don't know. I wouldn't be interested in a movie where it's just like, oh, that was nice. And then you, The reason you watch the movie is to get the happy feeling. You don't watch a movie to be depressed. It's part of the plot. <laughs> That's like. That's not. Yeah. What about sad movies then? Yeah. 
No, everyone cries at the end and is like, I hated this. Yeah, I mean, you never leave a theater happy. Think of any off the top of my head. I can't think of a movie in which I was just sad and that's the end. Marley and Me was the only one, and everyone hated it because the dog died at the end. I wouldn't say I hated it. I was. So. That movie's like from fourth grade. It is an old movie at this point. Yeah. So, what place do you think superhero movies play now? Because when superheroes and, like, comic books were really prevalent and people really needed heroes to look up to, we it was like... Nazis. It was like, yeah, it was like World War One, World War Two, right? And then... Because I think Action That's Comics number one with uh, Superman came out in, like, 1910, yeah. right? What's and it? then, and then like... What the 30s, then? Whatever, dude. It was, it was wartime. It was definitely wartime. It was definitely wartime. And basically... And, like, there was II, also, like, a resurgence in the 60s. With the Vietnam War, right? Am I wrong? That no, Silver you're, you're Age right. stuff. That's, was, that the, was that the Golden Age? Like the no, Golden Age was the 30s. Silver right, Age was like the 60s. 60s. Yes. Right. So like we had really big booms during wartime, but like we're not really in wartime now. So why do you think superhero movies are still really popular? It's not like we need heroes to look up to. They make bang. I think we still mm-hmm. do. They make bang. I think it's because the fan base is so strong that making the movies is what pulls people in because everyone still watches the comics and has the movies and like all the old movies and watch the TV shows and watch the comics. Basically, the company just invested a lot more money, so they got a lot yeah. more fans. I think it's not, as a society, we don't need the heroes like to like, socially motivate us as a community, but I think individually, I think it's good for people to see some have, have people <laughs> like see that, like, I don't know, I mean, especially with the new Spider-Man movie, with like the fact that he's a high school kid and he's like a loser and he becomes this hero. I guess that resonates with people, and then also, I know they're trying to diversify heroes, just so it's like anyone could be a hero and i think that's i mean yeah i know it's like cheesy and it's the companies don't make these movies to create heroes i mean they, it's all just to make money like they don't make they it, don't create heroes the heroes are easy yeah, 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 they don't make yeah, these exactly. movies to give like, like, they don't make new I, I, I mean, yeah, it's not for motivation anymore yeah they don't they do it but it's not only for money so money aside because obviously they're going to make money action comics number one came out in 1938 yeah but the best way to make money i think that's how do you get people by playing on their hopes and their fears. Oh, I think it's just a, yeah. So. So why do you think no new superheroes have been made? Too hard. It I is think too hard. It's, too it's, hard. Too it's hard like to po- it's like Pokemon. To, to be fair, like there's pretty much a hero with every sort of power and backstory. Quilt man. <laughs> That's a real thing. Yeah. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's well, his power? Oh no, his name is Crazy Quilt. It's yeah, Crazy no, Quilt. What does he do? He's a Batman villain, right? Yeah, he's a Batman he's villain. But a very, very underwhelming and not at all. Very well underwhelming. He's like a Z-list character. <laughs> Seriously, he's like the Wall from Spider-Man. I think. I think it would be hard to propose a new superhero. Yeah, I mean, they ran it's like Pokemon. That's what I'm telling you. Like, yeah. it's, they're just out of ideas. Some Except of them the end up cool, still make more. but Pokemon just keeps going with like an ice cream cone Pokemon. That was so long ago. That was a long. That was, time. Like, that was a long time ago. That but was a while that, ago. But that was when they ago. started. That, yeah, exactly. That's when they started. That was Gen out of Five ideas. when they started running out of ideas. Yeah. 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 But um. So, let me let me put this into like Terms. words. Let me just think. So. I think today a lot of media is centered around relatability. Like there always has to be a, like a character you can relate to. Like you were saying with the new Amazing Spider-Man, where it's like a dorky kid in huge air quotes in high school because he looks like a thirty-year-old man, 
Really? I don't think no, so. No, the Tom new Spider-Man. Oh, no, the I mean Spider-Man. from the amazing Spider-Man, not okay, Spider-Man. See, oh, Tobey like Maguire? No, yeah, he looks like a 30-year-old yeah. man. He doesn't Toby look Maguire like... Tobey Maguire does. Yeah. Oh, no, oh, no, yeah, Andrew, Garfield, Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield. I, didn't, I didn't like that one as much. I thought it was he was too perfect. Like, the original yeah, no, he wasn't a nerd. He looked like a nerdy kid. Yeah, he didn't look like a nerd anymore. Right, but, like, do you think, like, relatability is an important thing? Because no one can relate to the Hulk. I think that's why people really liked... I mean, yeah. That's why the Hulk isn't really, like, a movie that everyone talks about. And I think that's why everyone really liked Homecoming. See, I would what about Thor? Differ. No one can relate to Thor, but yeah, but you don't need to relate movies. to Thor. He's Chris Thor's Hemsworth. Awesome. You just look at him. You're like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't, you don't like, need no to be related to Superman. Though, I mean, everyone Superman wants movies. to be Superman. Though, yeah. yeah. Everyone wanted everyone to be Superman to. during wartime because they wanted to feel invincible in the face. They wanted to be Captain like, America during wartime. In yeah. face of like the Nazi war Captain machine. Canada. See, I would raise an objection to that. I think people do relate to the Hulk, but in a different way. It's not like, oh, I turn into a giant green monster and I'm angry. But everyone has. There are things that they deal with or their anger and sometimes they wish they like it's kind of I'm gonna go into this is a metaphor and I'm air quotes because I know that's not actually why they made the movie but it's kind of like the when he turns into Hulk that's a manifestation manifestation of him like getting angry and that's like something he needs to learn to control and it's like but I think yeah. there's a lot of emphasis on the idea that you have to control your anger and not let your emotions get the best of you mm-hmm. so why would it's like like okay I can relate to this but like if we've all if we've all like developed ways of dealing with our anger in constructive ways, it doesn't make sense. No, but he when well, he does he works with it. as John Wick, he kills everyone because oh. someone killed his dog. Like no, it doesn't make any sense either. No, but with the Hulk, instead of letting his anger, instead of letting his anger control him, he like he controls his anger and uses it to his advantage. And it's like not necessarily with anger, but like I feel like that can apply to anyone with any bad scenario. Just get mad. <laughs> Just kind get of mad like turn it into a good thing almost. Yeah, I think I, I like think, the Hulk. I, he was a very yeah, but like if you watch too the much movies, thinking. Yes, because he's using his he's yeah. using his yeah. anger not for good. They're not, not very good. I watched, <laughs> I watched what's the one with um <laughs> Mark Bob, Ruffalo. Bob I like that one. That's the new one. Yeah, the new. No, one. I mean the old ones, like the original Hulk movies that they made that they took. I, like they oh, never made saw, a saw, new like, Hulk movie for Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, he's just like in it because no one was gonna rewatch the Hulk movie. No, he's just sort of there. He's like he's not like I like the Hulk, but like I don't think if they made like. They made, like, prelude stuff like uh, Thor and, um, you know, like, yeah, all the characters to build it up. Like a movie. No, they made one that they was, like, part of the universe, but it wasn't with him. Yeah, like, like in the new Thor it movie, out, like, he's in it, but... A couple like, months like before the first Iron Man. Yeah, like, they made the Iron Man to, like, build up to it, but, like, they didn't make a Hulk. No, they did make a Hulk. It was, like, a couple months before Iron Man. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know, but that was, so like... it was, like, really overshadowed. But it wasn't Mark Ruffalo. Oh, no, I guess they did. <laughs> oh, then I guess I saw the... I guess I did see the, yeah, original, the original Hulk. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's that was Hensley... the stuff, but no one was even really looking at it. Yeah. And then Iron Man came out, and they're like, oh, and it's oh, the, the greatest movie ever made, huh? Yeah. <laughs> what about Iron Man as a relatable character? I don't... He's not. He's, He's not. not at Batman's all. Batman's not relatable either. But I wish I was both of them. But I wish yeah. I was both Exactly. It's like... drunk. Yes. Yeah. Is it like an but aspiration? With money. Sort of thing? <laughs> yeah. Do you think it's more about aspirations instead of it relatability? Could it could be both. I mean, I don't know, because, okay, obviously, realistically, no one's ever going to be like, when I grow up, I want to be Iron Man. Like, it would be really cool, but, like, I'm like, once we get to that point, we have to make that yourself. decision. <laughs> what do you mean? I want to get kidnapped by terrorists. Yeah. And, and build a build... suit in two days in a cave. Then yeah. kill all of them. And then kill all of them with fire. <laughs> then you made a way better suit and kill even more of them with missiles. And yeah. Kill... What do you think, Sean? I look at it differently. Like, uh, as one of things, there's like the relatability aspect of like superheroes is just, like not necessary. It's like, in my opinion, like more or less the reason people like enjoy superheroes is the idea of like 
if you were that person, you'd be like really cool. Same way people like want to be really rich, even though like stare like statistically speaking, like it doesn't actually garner that much extra happiness to be richer. Um, it's always that idea of like I could be better, but I'm not, and it's that idea of like trying to get there, but like you probably never will. Um, it's just like very hard for people to accept the fact that like hey, life's gonna be kind of mediocre in the end of it because like they don't want to accept that. But if you think about it, at least with event, I've noticed I'm doing this with Avengers. They're kind of like downplaying the coolness of superheroes and like playing up the stressfulness because now they have this whole like in Avengers I don't know what it's called but they have like the the like superhero union or whatever it is and then like it's like the stress of like the Avengers like, what, like they're fighting, <laughs> no, like no, they're no, fighting no. for benefits like the um <laughs> like, no, dental? like at the at the end of like, Civil War like Captain you mean America's, the actual Civil War yeah like in in Civil War when they have you mean like, like the comic the comics though not the movie. Whoa, was there still a thing in the movie? I think movie? it was in the movie. I don't remember. Are you talking about the bill they were going to try and Well, the movie sign, Yeah, like the bill they're trying to like, sign and like all that. It's like... Sokovia Accord. It was different though, yeah. wasn't it? Than the comic book one? No, the combo was completely different. And also the fact that like Captain America splits from the entire group. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought... I just feel like they're... It's really stressful to be a superhero. And like I didn't realize that until yeah. I like watched Civil War. I was like, wow, that sucks. So I don't know if that's something people would still aspire to be. I know, the flash is on. I'll like, read Civil War and come back to it. Yeah. Because the movie's... I have it. <laughs> the movie's fucking terrible. It wasn't terrible. I didn't like it. I enjoyed it. I thought it, it was good. No, like, it I, I liked great, it in the moment, but if you look back on it, I was just like, why the hell were they fighting? I'm very, yeah. You can say that about a lot of the movies, yeah, that they aren't great, but they're good enough. Yeah. Martha. Martha. <laughs> that was the war. That's different. That's in a whole other way. <laughs> that's in a whole... Yeah. Martha. <laughs> why why are they so on her? Why were they oh. fighting, and why did they stop fighting? Because Martha! Because Martha! <laughs> Where's the Martha? Oh, goodness. Now, I think okay. you can say that about, like, just Avengers movies in general, like, looking back on it, you're like, oh, that, like, why were they fighting? But I think it's awesome enough that it makes up for it. Yeah. Like, well, I did like yeah. that. So here's the thing yeah. I started noticing about a lot of the movies, is, like, there's a difference between, like, having a good movie and having an entertaining movie. And so, yes. In my opinion, true. a lot of the superhero movies are very entertaining, very but like, entertaining. 15 years from now, I wouldn't be like, hey, that was like a really was a cool cinematic plot masterpiece. Yeah, yeah, it's more or less like this was like in the time, like, it had cool graphics and shit, which is like, is that like, are, is people, are people just trending more towards like, being entertained yes. and not actually caring? 100%. Them? Absolutely. Well, that, that, people want like, easy no. to consume media, not yeah. like, yeah, they don't want something to, you have to think yeah, about. Like, yeah. I think yeah. the New York Times has, I forget what their, their, Flesh Kincaid scale rating is, but I think oh. it's like yeah, I know what he's talking middle about. Middle school, the f- a Flesh Kincaid rating, it's a it's a rating scale that determines like what intelligence level whatever you're producing is. So like actually in Word, if you go into Word and yeah. you highlight things you've oh. written and you do the Flesh Kincaid test, it'll tell you it'll tell what you level vocabulary yeah, you're writing on like a ninth grade level or a twelfth grade level. Yeah, yeah sure. sounds about right. So I always <laughs> get eleven. Yeah, every time. That's, Maybe like it's bad. Seven. Probably get like eight. <laughs> With the entertainment, I, I agree with what Sean is saying. And you guys know the movie Idiocracy? No. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so I at one point there, the guy's watching TV, and it's like, TV's on the screen, and then there's all these ads and stuff flashing around it. And it's like, that's kind of what our generation is becoming, like this um, very like short attention span, kind of just like, we want to see things exploding, we want to see action. We don't want to have to like think about what's going on. We want to see Ow My Balls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, essentially. So I think with superhero movies, I feel like they're kind of catering more to that. Like, 
Watchmen's obviously an exception because that was an yeah, amazing I was, plot. I was just going to say, what right. do you think well, about Watchmen? Movie. Where does Watchmen fall into this? Because it's sort Watchmen's of... Watchmen's a little different. Like, it's like, not really a superhero it base, it, it, it more or less follows the book word for word, scene for scene. So like, it's pretty... Oh, there's a Watchmen book? Yeah. 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 Oh. It's a comic written in, like, written in the 80s by oh, Alan Moore. I'm writing Oof. this down. I'm going to read this. Definitely do. It's pretty oh, cheap on Amazon. Yeah, and also... I love that in the graphic novel they only used like secondary colors for yeah. all the panels. Well, but then just... when there was something like really big, then they used primary colors. They did. That was really cool. Oh, that is cool. But yeah, where do you think Watchmen fits into all this? Because it is not. It's it's, it's like not a happy it's not ending. a superhero story, but it's not an anti-hero story like Suicide Squad I feel like, is. I feel like yeah, Watch... but then when you think about it, how many people know what Watchmen is? I'd say a, a lot of bit. people. If you really? if you like comic books, I'd say yeah, you know about it. No, but if you them. don't, or you've at least heard books. about it. I didn't know that many people who have. I don't think I know that many people. Who it's like it. a yeah. It's like a superhero movie for people who want more than just the glamour and the excitement behind superheroes. It's people who want. Yeah, but that's how it gets real shit superheroes. It is real shit superheroes. Yeah, it's like like Rorschach, like whatever his whatever his powers were. Powers are being terrified. <laughs> just being terrified. Being edgy as hell. Being edgy as hell. I'm gonna Google this. Let's see what Rorschach's I like They didn't have powers. Only uh, Dr. Manhattan had powers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I oh, think, that's true. I forgot who I was that talking about this, but I was or I was reading something, and it was like, a movie's supposed to make you feel... Like, the point of a movie is it's supposed to make you feel something. Like, if you don't feel something at the end of a movie, like... Or if you do feel something at the end of a movie, Could then, like, a movie depression. did its job. And I think with superhero movies, like... You do feel something, but it's a lot easier emotion to procure. It's like, oh, happiness, they saved the city, or like, like, amazement, or... That was badass. Yeah, yeah, but Watchmen produces a lot more complicated feelings, I think. Like, at the end of the movie, I was just very conflicted, I remember when we saw that movie. Wait, but didn't Osmodius have power? Didn't he? He was super fast. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that was a superpower, he just was fast. That's bullshit. Yeah. He was ridiculously fast. Yeah. <laughs> he was, he was ridiculously fast. Like they played off that it's not really a superpower. It's weird. Yeah, like, yeah that is supposed true. to be the only one with actual like, yeah, pa- powers that are not natural. Like, yeah. Or, oh wait, what about um night? Night Owl was like Night Owl was just rich. Yeah, he, he, he was just, just got rich. a big inheritance. He yeah, he just had. He was just smoke. Batman, but not as cool. He was just like Batman, but without the parents without the dead. Would would Night Owl and Batman be like? Oh yeah, Night Owl. Mortal enemies. Just, no. no, just because he was an owl and he's a bat. No, it'd be like. Well, there, there is, there was actually a DC animated movie I know, where the they owl. had, they had Owl Man. Yeah, because like they're like, what are, what are, jo- like, what are bats afraid of? Not Wouldn't it be Owl Woman? But owls. What? For the inverse of Batman. It wasn't oh. that inverse though. Okay. Like Bizarro and Superman. Yeah. Like. Yeah, kind of like. They're both male, but they're. I, the I can see. Okay, so Rorschach, he's, he's, his power is being terrifying because he thought. The mask was his actual face. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Give me back my face! <laughs> That's why. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's just insane. He's just insane. That's so, his superpower. Being and... insane. So, like, superhero movies and anti-hero movies. Like, Watchmen isn't an anti-hero movie. I think it's more of just a political thriller. It is kind yes. of more political it's, That's a weird way to put it, but I... Yeah. It's You're more of a political incorrect. thriller. So... What about anti-hero movies where, like, like... Punisher? Yeah, like Punisher, Deadpool, Suicide Squad, where you're not rooting for anyone who's like, yes, this is the person who is directly good, or where their alignment is sort of blurry. You're They're still neither. rooting for them, though. No, well, mm-hmm. Deadpool, you're definitely rooting you're for definitely Deadpool. Rooting. Oh, definitely rooting for Because what about... Just, like, Ryan Reynolds is hot. Yes. I mean, yeah, you never even saw. No, but what about, like, <laughs> remember that animated movie with the, 
with the blue guy who was the evil villain. Oh, Megamind. Megamind, yeah. Will Ferrell. Oh, Megamind. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah you're still rooting for him even though he's a bad guy. Because the thing is... You're rooting for whoever the movie's about. Good. Yeah. That's no, but, true. But with the anti-hero movies, like, the anti-hero presents himself in a way that still you like them and you connect to them and you're like... I did not like Harley Quinn in Suicide Squad. Oh, no, I didn't like her. I did not oh. like the movies. I, could, I, could. I did not like, uh, what's-his-face, Slipknot or whatever, where you just... <laughs> 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 he just died in the The power of an exploding head. He has the weakest intro because it didn't matter. Look at this guy, he can climb things. I wonder about Boomerang guy. Captain Boomerang. Captain Boomerang. He is not an appealing person. He's not even appealing as an anti-hero. Who are rooting for that, I guess we'll see. See, I think that's why yeah, we're rooting for Will Smith. I was rooting for Jared Leto because he had a purple <laughs> yeah. Lamborghini. <laughs> no, no, but see, Martin, that's why. Yeah. That's why I feel like I didn't like Suicide Squad as much. Like I didn't. Like yeah, sure, the effects were good, but I didn't like it as much because I just felt like I couldn't. There were too many like characters jam packed, and we had no idea who the fuck they were <laughs> unless really you knew ahead of time. Which uh, didn't. I mean, you know, I, mean, yeah, I, did, I think but... they tried to make her out as more of like, look at this. Bitch, yeah. not like, not yeah. like. Oh, look, she used to be smart, and then she got twisted, and now she's smart and crazy. Well, I guess yeah. we were rooting for Will Smith then. That was kind of yeah. the character yeah. we were going for. Yeah, yeah, but like I mean, it, he was the only one. character with any background that El, mattered. El Diablo, oh yeah, El Diablo did too. Him yeah. too, yeah. but like, yeah, yeah, you were kind of going for El Diablo because he was, yeah. he was like, like he was always he like transforms yeah. into the giant thing, and you had no idea. Yeah, that yeah, was like, yeah, that was like, you you weren't rooting for him. Then you're just like, wait, what? But it's like when you get a cast of all the strong silent types, there's no dialogue. Oh, but come on, you had Killer Croc watching BET. <laughs> and he was kind of short, to be honest. Killer Croc was be like... He was really he short. Really he was like, big. He was like I'm sure we can go into like the failings short. of that movie, but like... Yeah, honestly, I don't remember much of that movie, because I remember going to see it with you guys. I've seen it and twice. I was sitting next to Chasm. And we just spent the entire, the entire like last thirty minutes of the movie Throwing making popcorn. fun of that last fight scene where they have like the giant headdresses and they're like fighting each other. So and Chasm was just like, oh my god, like what's going on? It was... It was a fun the time. weird witch lady we kept like yeah, dancing. Yeah, her. She was doing the weird dance. I was like, why? And then Chasm was just trying to do the same dance like this <laughs> in the movie theater. <laughs> yeah. So like, I think like the main failing of that movie is that the characters weren't relatable developed. at all. They weren't yeah. developed. We did, they weren't developed. Yeah. At all. And it's like the, the and even if like terrible. you have like like the Punisher. Like, people like the Punisher because he's a well-developed character, not because they necessarily agree with what he's doing. Yeah. Same thing with Deadpool. Same thing with Deadpool. I completely agree but with that. But at least Deadpool's, Deadpool's <laughs> funny. Deadpool's funny, though. Yeah, that's why, that's like why people that's like it. Like, so why do you think that people like Captain America? Because as far as I can tell, he's just... He's, he's just an outstanding BJ citizen. He's, he's he fights for the he's... truth, justice, and America. All right, all right. Do you know like, why? You say, like, America! You don't like Captain America! You're not American! Support our troops! Support our troops! There's another aspect you're not looking at. There's the idea of, like, in the Captain America movies, like, like character development, I think like we're just kind of lazing over it and be like, oh, like character development should have been better, and that's like one of the key things. But I think there's also the idea of like, if you look at the motivations, like why people are doing shit in like Suicide Squad, it's literally like, do this or you'll die. You'll die. So like the characters really don't have to change. But it was the movie. still selfish motivation in the end. Uh, yeah, it's self-centered in that like they're not gonna die, but like they're being forced to do it, and so it's one of those things where it's like, there's no actual motivation that you can relate to for Suicide oh, okay. Squad. So like, no one's like, actively going behind you like, pass this fucking test, my friend. Like, no one's actively, like, doing that. And so, like, it's an idea where, like, there's no purpose for them to change throughout the movie. And, like, 
regardless of they change or not in the end there was no really purpose to do so because like they're just forced to do so and like it's a really shitty like more like narrative to like relate to it's like hey life is just gonna force you to do shit deal with it it's like yeah, what okay. the fuck is that actually saying that's a really whereas good like point. in captain america like i don't necessarily know like the full movies but like there's clearly like some kind of arc where it's like he's a scrawny kid like actually wants to change like wants to help his country and therefore like goes to these really creeped out like tests and procedures and shit becomes really cool and so he's like, it's like him personally has a motivation to improve or like a normal person can relate to that and so therefore he like goes to these like really like kind of risky scenarios and actually it pays off for him whereas like suicide squad again like you're, you're forced to do it yeah I was, yeah steve rogers is very like self-motivated even when we see him yeah, even when you see him as a scrawny kid he's like i'm still gonna fight like and when I'm he gonna... changes nothing happens oh, he and stays then the same there's that one scene in the beginning of captain america when he's, <laughs> he's at the training he's like training with everyone oh, and like they throw the grenade in and he grabs the grenade and he's like get down everyone and he's like this little kid but everyone like, would like... like to think they would do that and that's, yeah. i think even nah, if you... i would not do that <laughs> no way in hell what, what, what if you just have a room of just really virtuous people so with those great all of them jump on it no but that that shows that even though he wasn't like strong and ideal like or he didn't actually have any superpowers at that point he was still a hero this was what was important yeah it was it was in here um yeah gesturing at the heart yeah Yeah. that's what they did in the movie like 50 times yeah yes yes but i think that's why we like him we like him not not because of his i mean obviously his powers are pretty cool but we like him because we like his person like he's a good personality and i think that goes back to the relatability powers guy with shield <laughs> okay so, so, he throws so captain shield. america has he throw a shield. Wait, so captain brother- america is good at frisbee and has, <laughs> and, and, and is a, and is a stand-up guy More who like walks captain grannies across the crosswalk too. He's good at can jam. He's a, so he's just a boy scout who can play can jam. No, he plays can. He just throws a shield at the can jam, just slices it in half. Just like, and also, do I read? Is it a... Okay, this might be a minor like... tangent, but my brother asked me this question the other day, and I Which wasn't one? sure. Doug asked me this question. Chad. Okay, Chad. Ah, uh, no. Okay, he has his license, and I'm really scared now. Oh, Chad. Oh, okay. He's a terrible driver. Okay. Um, <laughs> he's not actually a terrible driver. He's slashing his tires. But uh, he was, we were talking the other day about Captain America, and he was like, wait. Captain America's shield can't be cut by anything, right? More or less. Yeah, yeah so how much. do they cut Pretty the shield? Much. Adamantium. They didn't cut it. They, they pounded the it into shape. They pounded it into shape from a metal or something that was... What is it? No, made like, like you know how nothing can cut diamonds, but diamonds? No, it's vibranium, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of like that. It's vibranium. Okay. Or it's vibranium. It's vibranium. Oh, yeah, probably vibranium. It's vibranium. Yeah, it is vibranium. I was wrong. Mm-hmm. Which is basically adamantium. Which is basically adamantium. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah, but like, okay, so... So, I mean... I'll, I'll, I'll Google this. I'll Google this. How they okay, make so, real fat shit. You're fine. Yeah, do that. So, if Captain America is just a nice Boy Scout who walks grannies across and knows how to tie some knots and play can jam real well, <laughs> um, what about someone like, I don't know, Black Widow? Because Black Widow doesn't necessarily seem like a hero hero. Just like she's in the same situation as our pals in the Suicide Squad, where it's like. Oh. They you, build. They build at least some kind of a story for her between her and the Hulk, and I know like she doesn't have a great like backstory herself, like because she's all sex appeal. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's my opinion. Like, she's very much just like, Black hey, Widow? she's hot. Like, Honestly, don't I don't. Yeah, that, that's fine. That's enough. No, her, her bad story. <laughs> that's all that's required. Her bad story is that she was trained by the Soviet Union to kill people. She's haunted by her actions forever. See, I yeah. wish they would build on that more. Cause see, I had no, I didn't know that, and I'm assuming that's from the comics. Yes, no, that's, yeah. That's also so. I it's do know. Also I do in that story. The movies, but like, it's, it's not. It's, very it's, it's more over. like alluded to than actually just they come out yeah. and tell you. But I wish they did that. I have a question for you guys. What do you guys think about like female superhero movies? I think there's a lack of them. And yes. Because there aren't that many. Because really like, 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 there aren't that Wonder Woman. That was a really good movie. I didn't see Wonder Woman. But I felt like there was like movies that don't exist. Wonder Woman had a lot of like with 
what's his face steve like romance I think it was right? yeah like romance steve and Trevor. i feel like it's just a superhero let that wonder woman be a superhero don't be like oh she's a woman so leave britney alone but do you think yeah. there's some Oh, okay. Wait, something to say about the fact that the majority of people who are superhero fans typically are male. Like females can yes. be superhero fans, but the majority of like males will probably be superhero fans less so than like necessarily the majority of females be superhero. Hot fans. topic yeah, begs to differ. I think there's that's, a yeah, lot of Batman merch. I don't think no, that's no, no, true. No, 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 but I said like all the percentage of males versus the percentage of females. I would say there's a higher percentage within the male community that likes superheroes compared to the percentage of females. Uh, again, I don't think that's true. I think that's 100% true. At least... I think it's 100% true. Yeah. 100% true. yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying that there's maybe like... Maybe not more. No, no, no. Not I like, know what oh, you're I saying. Like I know you're saying like maybe 75% cool. of the male population like superheroes and like... 50% of the female See, population. I would say it's higher. I would say it's maybe 70% of the male population and maybe what, like 65%? Even people who aren't like diehard fans read all the comics like are still fans. Yeah. Like I... I guess there's some validity to that statement but it's more like the idea where it's like I would say the majority of male fans be more invested in like the comics and backstory of the actual superheroes being put forward. Whereas the females are probably going to see the movies and not actually explore the backstory. No, because I if you like look at the, know f- that's yeah. I know no, so, that's that's like, like you're saying like all the people I know and interact with. I've never met any like, girl besides maybe you. Yeah, exactly. Oh, there's this girl to my on my door who's oh, like okay. super no. into DC. Yeah, okay, this is again like a, like, a lack of This is absolutely anecdotal information. But I feel like. On both sides. The average, yeah. okay, then we're gross. For the, how the in making... depth you know your superhero knowledge, the difference between guys and girls should almost be negligible because yeah. the amount of people who are so diehard is so very small. This yeah. is fair. I would say, anyway, the point I'm trying to make is, is that these movies are typically more able to appeal to male audiences with male superheroes, mm-hmm. and hence why yeah. they are more likely to produce it. I, maybe it's like a vocality. Sort of, no, but that's like, true. There's no real, like, like in my opinion, like, one, I think there's a lack, like... Okay, then I'll put it this way. When, when superheroes first came out, I would, I would tend to believe the majority of people who were interested in it during that time frame were not females. Yes, that's Which true. means that, as a result, a lot of, like... Like, you don't have a female Batman. You don't have, like... I guess there's one room yes, for, like... Do. No, in Batman. the... In the but, no, no, no. but in context of, like, the one who's hyped up, you don't get a hyped-up Catwoman. You get a hyped-up Batman. And so, as a result, like, you have this system where, like, because it was created during, like, a male-dominated era, it's only, like, male-dominated characters now. And so it makes it really hard for, like, someone to be like, hey, like, Catwoman's actually, like, more important than Batman and, like, creating a story and dialogue behind that. And so, as a result, because it's created in this system that, like, previously was male-dominated, it's still pre-male... Like, the, the tenants are there. And so, like... There, like, you can't underplay the fact that like, there's some nostalgia riding on these movies where it's like, hey, like, I know Batman. He's, like, this really cool dude. I'm going to, like, relate to him in this way. And I think there has to be, like, a transition in the people making the movies, and it's not going to happen overnight because, like, these movies take, oh, like, definitely. four or five years. Um, transition to, like, highlighting the aspects of, like, minor characters who are female and making them into, like, the new Matt Band or, like, the new, like, Captain America, which just doesn't happen. Also, okay, maybe this is just me noticing this. But I've noticed that a lot of the, even, like, the female, like, supporting characters or, like, other female superheroes. What? They're lackluster, my opinion. They're lackluster, and all of their backstory centers around some romance. Like, in, in Suicide Squad, just for example, Harley Quinn is, like, the whole thing with the Joker. The girl with the sword, I thought she was gonna be really cool, and then it was just like, oh no, her dead husband is trapped in the sword, and she whispers to it, like... And I thought that just really took away from the aspect of, like... I mean, you learned absolutely nothing about Katana in that yeah, movie. Yeah, that's all... No, that's literally I all you learned about I forgot she her. was in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was just oh, there Katana. at the end. Oh, yeah, she's a good guy. Trust no, they didn't even... She didn't even get, yeah. like... Oh, she did get an intro, but it was just like, oh, yeah, she's gonna come along. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I guess I just wish there was... I think it's easier and more plausible, though, uh, because... <laughs> 
it's really shitty because it's there, but I think it's more plausible for a lot of people to believe that a female would be more likely... Like, it's a shitty... I'm going to put this out there. Shitty narrative that exists. Yeah. Um, but the narrative is, like, it's more likely that a male would, like, chase after a female... Or, sorry, a female would chase after a male than it is to have a narrative of a male chasing after a female. Which, like, predominates it to you can just, like, oh, like, this is the normal, like, narrative you've seen where, like, the female just chases after the guy because he's really hot or whatever, like, really cool and, like, he's a superhero. It's a shitty narrative, but that's a narrative everyone can relate to, and therefore they just keep supplementing that in instead of building a new narrative. That's true. I mean... I guess I just wish it would be... It would be nice to have a female character who's motivated by, like, motives other than love interest or, like, love triangle. Yeah. I guess I mean, that's... Well, Charlie Berry's Catwoman. Charlie Berry's Catwoman. Yeah. Make, no. <laughs> make an alcoholic female character that make, builds a suit and kills terrorists. Oh, I would totally get. I would totally fund that. I would be so behind that. I mean, okay, they've tried. I don't know. I didn't watch Atomic. Did any of you watch Atomic Blonde? Yeah, no. I saw parts of it. And it, it, was, no. it was it was awful, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They try making female James Bond without any. Was there any like romance in that movie? Yeah, there was one between uh, Charlize Theron and. But it was it was it like the main point of the lady. movie? Was that, like, the motivation of the movie? Fuck if I know, dude. I know she got mad after it and killed the guy. <laughs> Guys, what about a what about a, a superhero movie where it's, like, like, wait, wait, it's sorry, not sorry, a male sorry. superhero? I learned oh, how to make the shield. <laughs> that, okay. that was a while okay, ago. Um, so it's vibranium, which is stronger than adamantium, and then they melted it and poured it into the, a mold of the shield. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good to know. What's the melting point? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they threw it into the sun. Guys, so what if there's a movie and it's, like, about a male superhero, but he dies in, like, the first ten minutes, and then the girl that's supposed to be the love interest, like, oh, puts on the suit and becomes the That hero. was a Batman plot. It won't fit her. That was... Okay, obviously. <laughs> she gets it modified. By who? God, Chris, there are tailors. <laughs> they can the take butler. it in. They had... That was a Batman plot. Imagine going really? to a where there was one Batman suit. suit there was a plot where Bruce died instead of his parents. Mm-hmm. In the in the oh, yeah. alleyway thing, and the... his mother goes crazy with grief and becomes the Joker, oh, yeah, and the dad, dad becomes Batman. Batman. Ooh, that's a Flashpoint. Oh, Flashpoint. Yeah, Flashpoint. We should watch that for Vendetta. Good shit. I haven't seen that. V for Vendetta is. It's a very similar arc where, like, at the very end, yeah, yeah. V, who's like this, like, mysterious, like he's he's male, but like he's kind of an agent. Don't spoil it because I can only read it. Or are you gonna spoil it? Oh well, yeah. Oh yeah, it's at the end. Whatever. But yeah, V for Vendetta does that. Long story short, like V ends up dying in like this scene, and so as a result, like her name's Evie, I think. It is Evie. Evie, who's like the female character in the play, and like they've had like a relationship, but it's like weird. I mean, not. It's not innately sexual. No, it's like it's very. It's more companion. Master and apprentice. It is. Yeah, yeah it is my master yeah. and apprentice. And so long story short, what happens is like the whole movie is like the male is like doing all the plans, and Evie's just kind of like. I exist and I'm here and like she's kind of like witnessing all that's happening at the very end she's just confused doesn't really understand anything that's happening this is true Um, so at the very end like the final plans like get put into place and like uh, V ends up dying and like Evie's kind of one who like champions his cause after his death and continues it Mm -hmm. but I can guess when it's near the end of the movie that's like the end of the movie don't actually see that play out well like could we assume it like it pans out well for her I guess it like, ends up well for pretty much she, everybody. She, yeah, she like gets her to like the really oppressive government. It's a dystopian. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like it gets her the oppressive government. Also, wait, that's a cool question. Inside of dystopias are like the individuals who are trying to get rid of society considered like, like we automatically assume they're like heroes, but like that discredits the fact that like people could be happy within a dystopian society. That is true. It, it's yeah. portrayed as dystopian, honestly, because usually these movies. I think to make a point of showing the dark underbelly and not focusing on 
the functioning aspect. The functioning aspect that may was. require that it's like that. Yeah, I fear who it was. Someone like pointed out that like a true dystopia is actually like a utopia, or a true utopia is actually a dystopia. It's mm-hmm. one or the other. Um, but like it's just the idea where it's like if you truly have a utopia, it, like it, it like it just doesn't pan out. Like it'd actually be a dystopia because not everyone can do what they want, and so as a result, like like for example, like crime, right? Certain people like get a thrill from like doing crime, and like that's something that can't exist in the utopia. Therefore, their like outlet can't exist. I'm not saying like crime is like necessarily good. I'm saying like speeding is. They've just been ostracized. Like speeding is a good example, right? Like if you speed, yeah. you're committing a crime, but no one's like, oh shit, I'm so guilty. I went 66 in a 65. Like it's the idea in principle that like in a utopia you couldn't speed. Um, and so it's like one of those things where like maybe it's cool for you to like speed, and in concert, like, you get like a you enjoy it. I. I <laughs> I, I'm trying to like be kind of like yeah. non-specific. Like anyway, yeah. point being like that can't exist in Utopia. So there's things that like can exist in outside of Utopia that create more like enjoyment that can't exist in a Utopia if it's actually a true Utopia. Um, I back to like the hero question. Like, does that mean like hero like people who are represented within dystopias? Like, I guess we kind of consider them heroes if they topple the government. But like that narrative does like it just automatically assume that like the government's bad. Yeah, I think it's because of the point of view. I think we're being told from someone in the government's perspective, it's like... Well, I mean, isn't the whole point of a dystopian society the fact that it is undesirable? Yeah, right, to, the, like, to the rebels, who obviously consider undesirable. It's undesirable to ha- based on how it's portrayed. <laughs> right, but also, isn't there some kind of, like, aspect of, like, the victor writing the history, right? Like, let's say, for example, someone, like, thought, like, the United States government was, like, really shitty and, like, overthrew it and then wrote the history and was like, oh, this government was so oppressive, like, they gave us free speech, but then they limited it in certain ways and were kind of nondescript about it. And, like... That, that's a plausible narrative you could make. Okay. Does that deem, like... Or maybe, but, like, they they can tell the truth, but not the whole truth. Yeah. Well, no, 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 like, if you take, like, dystopian framework, right? Dystopian framework is, like, the government's really oppressive, and someone who's, like, caught up in the government, but not particularly in the, the inner party of the government, overthrows that government and looks like this, like, if it works out well. If it doesn't work out well, you get a Winston Smith who just gets, like, corrupted. If you get someone who works out well, they basically overthrow the government and, like, instate, like, a more free society, but, like, in the context of, like, the United States, if you want to take a dystopian, like, framework and apply it, the government, like, limits certain rights on the First Amendment. Like, you have, like, freedom of speech, but, like, not in all cases. And so, as a result, like, is there a plausible narrative made that, like, someone overthrows the United States government and they're a hero in that because they're grooving an oppressive government from, like, a, like going back to your point of view point. Like, it's the idea where it's, like, you can create a narrative where it's, like, oh, this person's just really shitty, but, like, are they? Uh, I guess there's, like, no real reason to question that in a lot of cases. Which is probably not good. So, do you think that that's a flaw in superhero movies? Is that the villains aren't questionable? Well, yes, guess, like yeah, that's it's always like one. it's always black and white. Besides, like I feel like the Joker, he was very black and white, but he was just wait, well, he was made gray in the like the new Batman series, where it's like he has this idea where like the reason he like creates chaos is because like the government just shitty. wants to well yeah also that like there's other aspects of in it also, i guess that's his main motivation is because yeah just but like but besides that i feel like that was just played out really well but when you think of another batman villain like uh mr freeze he's a really good batman villain because yeah. of his two-sidedness like he wants to get enough energy to help bring back his wife right yes yeah and so you can see that his actions are justifiable in his mind and maybe some of our minds, and that brings a lot of depth to his character. Yeah, I, I like those villains better, or the ones you can kind of relate to a little bit, because that kind of scares you. You're like, I could be the villain a little bit. 
Also, in the new um, the new Spider-Man movie, what is it? The villain is the, the vulture. vulture, and vulture. like, but the way they do it is it's like he's doing it for his daughter to like, like he's. That's his job. It's basically. his job. Like it's he's trying to make job, enough money to support like, his family. Also, like his crew. Yeah. They got like, they were supposed to be doing the cleanup job. Yeah. And they, uh, and they got kicked yeah. out. So technically, it's like, wait, from a moral standpoint, is this wrong or yeah, right? Yeah, so it's like, like for his family and his guys. Yeah. And they don't make him out to be evil. Like, they had that one point where he, like, shoots the guy with the, the gun, and he, like, disintegrates, and he's like, shit, I thought that was, like, the freeze gun. And then he's like, oh, and well. And he's like, oh, shit, I just disintegrated one of my guys. Like, he didn't actually mean to kill him, so, no, like, like... Yeah, but then he was okay with it. Yeah, it was wasn't, like, he was like, oh, was my God, what have I done? He was just like, what's he going to do? Whatever. Yeah, but like, it is. I know, but he could have reacted like, oh, that was I mean, a terrible thing I did. But he was just well, like, eh. not that great of a guy. And then he just like swooped it away. Yeah, like, I mean, that, that guy, brings up the like, question, do the ends justify the means? Never. Never. Always. <laughs> Always. Sometimes. <laughs> um, I guess it really depends what you're talking about. Yeah. It depends. Ah, oh, the best answer. Yeah. I mean, it's just very hard to make absolutes. Yeah. Like, killing is unjust, but like, yeah, people have reasons like, why they kill. Yeah. What's that famous one? I think it's like, if someone goes up to your house and knocks on the door, you open it, and they say, "Hi, I'm a murderer. I'm looking for your roommate because I want to kill him." Do you know where he is? And you know that. One he's moment. In... Let me check. Close the door. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you know that your roommate's in your room. So you'd want to say, "Oh, he's out to save your roommate's life," but then you're lying and lying. What if you hate no, your roommate? No, but see, that's that's where it, like. So like. I don't think lying is. But lying is bad. No, bad. <laughs> no, there are certain. It's like a. I'm learning about this in my in my the law class I'm taking. There are like certain moral justifications that outweigh other moral justifications. So if you're lying to save your roommate's life, you're lying, which is like a very minor like. Right, but let's moral thing. Let's say for example, like he's like, oh, like if you don't tell your roommate, it's like I'll just go kill someone else. If he's not here, I'll come back later. Or what if you really don't else. like your roommate? <laughs> yeah. Or what if you pull out your concealed carry firearm and shoot him in the well, face? Well, okay, <laughs> you live in Georgia, what if your you roommate have a, you have a firearm. No, but like even still, it's still no, it's still no, it's still morally wrong it's of you still to still decide. Wrong to lie. Even if that person, yes, but it's more morally wrong to shoot someone to kill someone. Not always self defense. Yeah, it's just such a gray line. Yeah. I don't it's think hard. that's a great line at all. No, literally, every time I open my law textbook, they're like, is this morally right? Here's a bunch of arguments. Then the end conclusion is always, no. we don't know, maybe, figure it out. Yeah. And, just, like, and that's why we put an innocent man behind bars. Yay. For the rest of his life. <laughs> I, mean, you, I mean, I don't think that's a complicated question at all. I don't think lying to save someone's life is a bad thing. Yeah. But I think no, more, more kinda... of the question that leads into is like, oh, I, you could... These men, this many people will die, but oh, but like more people will die if we don't kill these people. Oh no, no you're talking like, about the trolley problem. No, but yeah. it's like, oh, no. lying is wrong. Right? Yeah, but that's so such why... a gray, lying is wrong, <laughs> no. murder is wrong, those are equal, is what you're saying. No, no but no, what, I think, so, like, who, was, who was saying it? No, was it Kant? 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 Yeah. No, yeah. but lying is... Emmanuel Kant? Yeah, the... With the categorical imperative? Okay, oh no, I thought you were going to say that. There's a lot of different, like the two main No, no, but he's saying that if you don't lie... You're not responsible for the murder. He is, and he's doing wrong. No, but technically, you could have prevented that wrong from being done by doing a lesser wrong. Right, this is deontology. Yeah, it's deontology. Deontology is the idea where it's like, hey, like, you're not the one doing the actions, therefore it's not your responsibility nor your obligation. But technically, from a... a, Utilitarian standpoint, you have the right to preserve life and increase the amount of utils that exist by making sure your roommate stays alive. Yeah. 
You're basically yeah. maximizing the good in society. Yeah. But you're still doing a wrong by lying. So what Okay, you, yeah, but, so, but... And if you tell the truth, but you're why, not doing any wrong. But wh- lying is only morally wrong from... Lying is morally wrong, but not at a level that can be legally regulated. Murder is morally wrong at a level that can be legally regulated. Eh. So since it's higher... Eh, but like, <laughs> since it is higher on the, um... On the scale of, like, wrongness. Why, though? Well, because lying is a... It's, it's hard because, Are you like, objectifying my actions? Yes. 100%. You're objectifying me. I'm oppressed. See, it's difficult Is to say. Is oppression not worse than murder? Steep. <laughs> oh, you could argue that. I'm going yeah, to argue that. Oppression. I'm going to play devil's advocate. Oppression is worse than murder. I'd well, rather kill an oppressive regent than continue to be oppressed. Ooh, you could say that because the oppressive region could be making your life go less well, and therefore you're not maximizing good in society, and therefore by killing them, you'd actually increase the good in society. But that's, um... That's utilitarian. Yeah, that's utilitarian. Yeah, but if you kill someone, you remove any chance of them creating utils. Yeah. Like, let's say, for example, they get a kick out of oppressing you, they're creating utils. No, but what if, what if, for example, you knew that by killing this one person, you would increase the utils of... You don't. When you're, I know, when you, take, you don't yeah. know for sure. Because then right. if you're going to make that argument, like, their family's going to be really pissed off and really sad that you killed yeah. them. Let's say they go on, like, a hellbent screen yeah. and, like, just oppress you more. Yeah. Like. But you could rough. remove an oppressive regime without, um, killing them. And that would still. Nah. Mugabe? 